Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kuninagel podcast series, Shipping Insights. I'm your host, Sarah Vollmer, Vice President of Global Sea Logistics Customer Engagement and Events at Kuninagel. You and I are about to embark on an exciting journey through the world of sea freight. I've been fortunate enough to have a front row seat to this industry's ups and downs over the past two decades. Now it's my pleasure to bring to you the latest developments, innovations, and solutions in this dynamic industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just curious about logistics, get ready for enlightening conversations and expert insights in our latest episode. Let's dive into the fascinating world of sea freight together and welcome our latest guest. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about you don't have to be constrained by the box. Here with me today is Thomas Bonart, head of LCL. Thomas, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Sarah. Why, thank you. Thank you for joining us on our show today. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of different things to talk about when it comes to, you know, it's not always about what, you know, the, the, the rectangle, right, or the 40-foot container, right, itself. I think there's, there's so many different aspects to talk about here um, or different ways to ship, no? Definitely. Definitely, yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's just, you know, dive in. But I think first, you know, I think I, I want to learn a little bit more about you. I, I know that you're a little bit newer to this position. Do you mind sharing with us a little bit more about your background? I'm, I'm Thomas. I'm, I'm German. I'm based here in Hamburg. Um, I have been with KM since 2006. So quite some years in the meantime, um, the last positions I was uh, running several management uh, positions in South America. And uh, since summer last year, I'm back to Hamburg. I'm here now responsible for this fantastic product, LCL. And yeah, it's a very interesting moment to go back and to take over this this role. And uh, yes, I like it a lot. How does Hamburg compare to uh, South America, to Chile, correct? It was Santiago in Chile, correct. Um, I'm I'm from Hamburg. I'm from this area, so it's coming back, and it's also very nice, of course, uh, for the family and for friends to be to be back. I have to say, I miss the weather, of course, uh, but we don't talk about this today here. <laughs> Northern European weather. I can understand why uh, why it's a bit a bit different, but no. But thank you. I, thanks for sharing a little bit more about your background here with us. So, really, about today's market, right? I think. We're all been living it for quite some time since the onset of the pandemic. All of us are keeping our fingers, our toes, everything crossed that this pandemic is hopefully going to be behind us soon enough. But notwithstanding, we really have had a market here, a shipping, a global shipping market that has been turned on its head, in essence, um, and doesn't seem to be getting any better. And and what has happened you know, we've got capacity issues, we've got on-time scheduling issues. I mean, let's not even get into how how bad that is, right, with that. But it really, what happens is, and, and I'm on the front lines with a lot of our customers globally, and you get these phone calls and, and people are saying, what can I do? How, how do I change? How how can I get my, my products on the shelf before X holiday or before a new launch or my raw materials because I need to continue to manufacture. I think that 
you know, sometimes we don't talk about some additional solutions or we should be talking about some solutions. And, you know, I think LCL is is probably one of those that often is is overlooked for some reason. I'm not sure one way or another, but what, what do you what do you think? What's your thoughts on this? Well, first of all, um, to comment, I mean, absolutely right. I mean, everybody sees the what's going on in this market at the moment. Uh, it became so complex and it is continuously increasing and it keeps everybody very busy in our industry. It's, uh, I mean, all the shippers, all the consignees are confronted with these situations and of course also the freight forwarders. Um, the, if you think about the current situation or let's say, let's look a little bit back, two years back, there was a certain moment that a lot of shipments were, were just, it was important, cargo arrives in time, but it was, equipment was available, locations were available. Nowadays, this is not, not a given. It's very complex and a lot of shipments need this additional, um, yeah, manpower efforts, uh, these escalations to make sure the cargo is arriving. So LCA, you're right, is not always on the map, although it's one of the oldest products existing in our industry. And looking a little bit about the, the solutions and what does it mean? Um, I, I used to say a lot here internally that in every container, there's one single pilot, which is much more important, right? This, it's more important that the business can continue, that the machinery continues to work and, you know, you just continue doing your business. And, mm-hmm. um, I do, my, my favorite hobby is windsurfing. I do windsurfing since more than 25 years. And normally when I go really? to the beach, yeah. I did not know that. See, fun fact. I love that one. So being at the beach, uh, normally you sit there with the people you you know, you talk about the sales size, you talk about conditions. In all the last years, we never talked about logistics, but it became a topic. It became a topic in this in this group because people see that suddenly certain products, they don't make it in time. And of course, you want to have the newest sale for that season. So um one of my of my friends, he is actually a, a small importer in Germany. He brings about four to five containers of products for the surfing industry, and uh, he is one of the of the customers uh, starting to use LCL as an alternative because with his volume, he had a lot of issues to get cargo rolled, not to come in time. But on the other side, his products, of course, have a certain value as his business. He needs to have that cargo in time for the season uh, at the German beach. And uh, so Elsea was helping him a lot to have that flexibility to get on the next vessel, to get on the next Sarko container, being shipped out and to arrive in time, uh, then also to the stores. And especially during the Corona times, uh, the outdoor sport demand has increased a lot. So his business on one side was booming, um, but of course, he had to manage also this right. higher demand and to get this cargo being shipped. Right, right. Of course. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a great story. And you, you know, you think about it. And you're, you know, we were talking the other day about you know smaller companies, right, are really being are really having a hard time. I don't want to say forced out, but really having a hard time getting their products in and paying you know some of the the higher prices that are out there. And so in this in this example, right, you're you're friend, your windsurfing partner, your you know new customer was able to sustain his business or her business going forth by just for the sure, you know, sure ability to get the product. And let's just say, get it on a vessel, get it in time and for some sort of other rate at the end of the day. 
Brett. And if you if you think further, the guy, um, he of course it's 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 his business, and he is running this alone. And also, there's always a cash flow connected to pay the goods to his Chinese partner to get it shipped. And right. Having then the issue that the cargo doesn't arrive in time and potentially getting rolled two, three times, of course, financially is also a big stretch. And he is just one, as you said, it's a small business. And, but you have plenty of customers out there who have similar situations. And I think that in that respect, LCA could be a very good solution. Uh, also, if you then talk about bigger customers and, um, Take the other extreme, um, customers who have sufficient cargo to have uh, their own boxes, their own BIOS consolidation concepts. Right. Um, they are they are using LCL more um, to mitigate the risk a little bit, to have an alternative. So I have my full container boxes, but I also have my LCL flows. And to make sure that that the risk is spreaded accordingly. So it's important that these... Um, Cargo, of course, arrives, but in certain moments when the cargo get rolled and we have this scene all over the market or we just have vessels delayed and vessels are waiting in front of certain ports and so the lead time gets longer and longer and longer, um, of course, you have alternatives. You have alternatives. So what we use in the LCA, um in our network is, of course, different services. We have alternatives. We have so many different departures uh, per week that we are using... Um, of course, our own network, but we also use the Colora network okay. to have several options available. And with that, um, it is a good product to mitigate the risk in the end. Right. No, absolutely. And so, you know, I want to share with our listeners another example of, you know, with a customer that, that I look after and they're an apparel customer and it's, it's kind of a little bit of both, right? They're not a large apparel customer, but then they also had to understand you know, what was more important? Those sneakers were more important than those shirts for somebody, right? And we were, you know, we looked at offering a solution of of one of these services, you know, that we had with a co-loader. And it was something that they just hadn't thought about because it was, it's always so much full containers, full containers, point A to point B. Um, and with kind of the traditional risk mitigation, so to say, that, it really hadn't crossed their mind that there was another way to do this, especially if you go back to one of your first comments, not every pallet in that container or every box within that container is going to be the most hot or the hottest box, right, Of in terms of, of what an, a, an importer is an example needs. So being able to tailor some of these solutions, I, I think, is very important. And, you know, with that being said, it kind of goes back to our title today. You know, you don't have to be constrained by the box. Cheeky, yes. But I think it's also, you know, start thinking about different ways. And if you haven't started thinking about different ways to really manage your supply chain, right? Because given the market, given everything, I think right now everyone has to rethink almost, reset a little bit how they manage their supply chains and what other aspects they could be pulling in, correct? Correct. Normally, if you have these container delays and uh, what happens traditionally is, of course, oh, we have an issue, let's fly some emergency pallet. Let's fly the car. And of course, there, if you plan this right and you have also some uh, LCA shipments, making sure you know that the cargo arrives and that the, you have... What I mentioned before, the most important pallet available, um, you can avoid, of course, these emergency air freight shipments as well. 
that also brings you down to manage better your costs. I, I, I think right now, those that are listening out there, or if they're especially financial backgrounds, I think they're saying, hooray, yes, that sounds amazing. Help me to reduce my air freight costs. So um, very good point here with that. So, you know, I kind of want to just pivot a little bit. Um, I think there's just some great topics that, that we're covering. But I think there's one maybe we haven't touched upon yet, and, and that's kind of the the green, right? The green aspect. And I know back in, in 2019, we, we made a bit of an announcement, a pretty big announcement, right? And uh, regarding LCL, and I'd love to hear a little bit more from you in terms of, you know, what's been going on with our, with our you know, program and net zero carbon from an LCL standpoint. That is correct. So since 2020, um, we are offsetting all the CO2 emissions for our global LCL shipments for all our customers on behalf of Kuenagel. Um, you see, uh, this, this topic becomes very, very important and every day even more important. And I think that the whole industry, and you see this every day in the news and in, in, in comments on the different social media that, uh, that is a key topic nowadays and it will continue. Right. And, we as Kuenaga, we have decided 2020, we start with the offsetting. That's what you can do. And um, so last year we had over 83,000 tons uh, offset wow. of CO2 emissions. Um, that for me is, is very good, but it's just a start. It is, of course, we need to see what else can we do. And there are a lot of working groups and the whole industry. It's not only what Kuenagel has to do. It is something that the whole industry has to rethink and has to look for solutions. How can we reduce constantly CO2 emissions and how can we get in general greener? Transportation, of course, always is a topic where you have some emissions and it's at this moment, unfortunately, not possible to avoid completely. Mm -hmm. But definitely having the need and taking that as an additional task um, for all the different players in this logistics supply chain, uh, I think is what, what we all are doing. And what we did last year with this offsetting is generating also this awareness because the first step, of course, is to make a clear calculation. And, and we do this with our, with our internal calculations. How much CO2 emission do we have from a transportation from A to B, uh, from a CFS to another CFS, for example? So generating that awareness, of course, giving this transparency to our customers. How much do they generate as emissions? And uh, then we offset this, but the next step is also how can we further reduce and also showing, of course, alternatives, which are the services which are using less CO2 uh, than others. Mm -hmm. So that is the first very important step for me, getting this transparency out there, doing the offsetting already, but mm -hmm. definitely there's, there has to come much more and we all have to work on that. Absolutely. So what has been some of the feedback from customers out there or potential customers about this program? They want to listen in terms of what else, uh, what else can we do? What are the ideas? And uh, Go quicker, go faster, go bigger, right? Exactly, exactly. And uh, that, of course, um, we are limited in certain aspects. So uh, you see that some carriers are looking for, of course, uh, greener vessels, uh, mm -hmm. improve the engines, improve overall the footprint. When we talk, and that's also something uh, maybe new, when we talk to our partners, um, 
or in the warehouses, the CFSs, uh, it became a topic of the normal agenda. So when we talk normal business, yeah, we do that, of course. We continue to do that. But there's always one element on this agenda is sustainability. What can we do? What are you doing? And some things, uh, let's say, are obvious, uh, changing, uh, let's say, getting uh, um, uh, electric forklifts, for example, is, is one thing a lot of them are doing. But I think there is much more out there. Um, I was last week one of the big CFSs uh, we use in our in our network. And if you just think about all the packing material, oh right, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And again, there are a lot of aspects um, which we have to which we have to continue and also the customers uh, are very keen and most mm -hmm. of them are, are part of that. Huh? They are part of it and they also would like to see what are the solutions uh, the whole industry will come up with. Right. I think that's very important because, you know, you touched upon it, right? There's there's the electric forks, right? There's uh, solar panels for the roof of a CFS. But the packing material is It's almost like, oh, the aha, like, I haven't thought about that. And do you think that by, you know, making some of the changes that we could also then show customers as well, you know, you can make a change. You don't have to have that shrink wrap as an example. And I'm just, you know, going off the top of my head here or, you know, that type of palette as an example where it could be a much greener solution. Correct. But again, that is that is something we all have to explore. Um, hopefully, we come up with some very good ideas soon. I'm sure <laughs> for we will. But it is definitely, and uh, I think that from the whole industry, also, of course, talking to the colleagues when you when you talk to the contract logistics colleagues about how they have optimized their own warehouses. There's also where. Uh, we can see also with the coal orders and with our own warehouses on the on the sea freight side how can we even more optimize it and with that in the end avoid additional CO2 emissions get more efficient and and that is now on the map I think there was not I think I think it's it's, it's not a bold statement but it's we can say that there was much more price pressure over all the last years it was always about the price the price the price. And you see that the aspect in terms of quality these days is much more important and that the second real important aspect is sustainability. And that is definitely something which I also see. Um, we have a responsibility as Kuenagel and we want to see how we can, how we can support uh, this for all our customers, of course, to get there definitely greener in the next years. Great. Our program of the CO2 emissions of the offsetting, this will, of course, continue. We do that for each and every shipment. We offer our customers also certificates uh, to get a better feeling what has been offset, how much is it, how much I'm, uh, yeah, how, how big are the emissions I'm having on my shipments. And, right. Um, that is also part, uh, maybe it's, I don't know if you can say it's a part of education as well and trying to educate all of us. No, absolutely. And I, I think with this, you really touched upon it. it it's it's not just us as Kuninago. There is It's us, our partners, whether it's our carrier partners, our CFS partners, everybody that, that plays a role in essence, right? 
in, in as LCL as an example, from just shipping a product from point A to point B, there's aspects that we can all drive green initiatives, right? And we can all continue to promote this and do more, in essence. Definitely. All right. Thanks for sharing with that. So I have a, I have a fun question to ask you. I don't know if you'll think it's fun, but, um, you know, I touched upon it a little bit and, you know, especially us at Kudinagal and, and probably some other people that are sitting on, you know, this side of the fence, as I like to say, um, it's always about TEU and FEU, right? We, we're not always talking about our, our, our CBMs as an example, you know, I think about um, the, the late great comedian, and I'm not sure if, if you knew him in Germany, Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, we might be aging ourselves here with our viewers, but I'm sure there's some of them, <laughs> some of them out there that know who he was. But he had this great comedy bit, like, I can't get no respect. And, you know, I think about that sometimes. And, you know, LCL is also, you know, dear to my heart as well. And, and you know that. Um and how do we change some of that that narrative, right? How, how how do we get LCL a little bit more? As you even said, it was the original form of shipping here, um, international shipping. How do we get it more um, important? How do we talk about it more? What I have, What's your thoughts? What I have changed a lot is, uh, I mean, quality is, of course, important that our service really offers the solution and brings the solution to customers. So right. over the last 18 months, um, we got a lot of positive feedback, and I think this is, mm -hmm. of course, key, but also sharing this positive feedback, sharing these experiences, sharing these best practices uh, within our organization and also where it's possible, also, of course, uh, with customers where this is allowed and um, being positive. So we have been trying to implement a can-do attitude. So if you look into our, our network, there's almost nothing we can't do. So it's a huge network, huge organization and mm -hmm. and finding the solutions and, and finding them the right service, which we can offer directly or via gateway and, and bringing that solution in the end is very positive. So talking about it, being present and and I think this is this is already something huh? and giving that that quality out there is also good. Thomas, that was really great. I, I love to hear can-do attitude. I, you know, that that's such a great thing, I think. Communication, right? I, I think there's aspects, we keep hearing communication come up, you know, throughout some of our different conversations um, with different folks. I think those are some really big factors here. And uh, helping to helping to promote, in essence, and change some of that, change some of that narrative that we have. Well, Thomas, I really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to join us today um, for this episode of You Don't Have to Be Constrained by the Box. So I, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you haven't felt too much in the hot seat. No, clearly not. It was really, really nice. Thanks for having me here today. Absolutely. It's been our pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to see more LCA shipments and to get more attention for LCA. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today and please be sure to check out our podcast series shipping insights sea freight news and supply chain solutions